0: I mean, look at her, she's got elbow cleavage. You know, that, that little wrinkle that fat people get on their elbows, it looks like a schwa? I mean, you wouldn't have sex with her, would you? Oh yeah, I would. Really? really? Oh yeah, oh yeah, I would do everything to her. I don't care what she looks like, I would wreck that chick. It's the Cooper and Anthony Show! So back in the day when Beavis and Butthead were on MTV, I can imagine the hate calls MTV was getting. Because it was new.
1: So you know. people were sensitive then as they are now. I feel like now people, any, anything you do, people are like, what? I, I can't believe you had a, a person that was so tall. You, it's something you're against short people. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like everyone is so super sensitive now.
0: Remember right before Beavis and Butthead came out, Ren and Stimpy was on. And people right? were complaining about Ren and Stimpy. So if you What
1: was the problem with running Stimpy?
0: Runnin' and Stimp, I don't know. I mean it had innuendos and people just had an issue with it. It was it was far out there and they complained about it. Really? Yeah. So when MTV put Beavis and Butthead on, I can just imagine the hate calls, hate mail probably. They probably had bags and bags of mail from people every <laughs> single day. so people would call and leave messages at mtv so Mm -hmm. there's this famous voicemail now that somebody just released on the internet where this guy called mike judge's office the guy that created (laughs) beavis and butthead he called and
1: and idiocracy obviously
0: we love mike judge and king of the hill Mm -hmm. I mean, he's a, he's a brilliant guy. So this guy somehow got Mike judge's phone number (laughs) (laughs) to call him and complain to him about Beavis and butthead. He didn't know what the show's name was. He kept calling it Porky's butthole. What? (laughs) (laughs) During the whole call, he just kept calling it daggum Porky's butthole.
1: So the guy was calling to complain about a show. He didn't even have the name of the show proper.
0: No, he had no he 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 didn't know it was called Beavis and Butthead. He thought it was Porky's <laughs> butthole. And this is Be- <laughs> And this is Beavis. Beef- but they
1: never say Porky's butthole at any point in the show. Like there's no how, how do you come up with that? Where's that even from?
0: I guess because it's a cartoon and Porky Pig and Butthead and butthole. I don't know.
1: Cornholio. Cornholio. TP for my bunghole.
0: But where does Porky's butthole? I don't I don't understand. I don't so know. this is pre-King of the Hill, and I swear Mike Judge stole this and made this guy uh Boomhauer. Ooh. Okay, let me so, hear this. So, I think this is where Boomhauer was born, right here, this call <laughs> about Porky's butthole.
2: I've been calling y'all for better than a month. i about y'all every time the come on. <laughs> y'all put Porky's butthole on. I figured last night, in the second cartoon come on, it was Porky's friggin' old butthole. I said, surely y'all ain't gonna put the last two on Porky's friggin' butthole. Wow. Well- I- now Wait y'all won't die, y'all. Gonna put pokey friggin' butt all on the last day car thing like y'all did this morning. I've seen it. they day not crap a half million and a half times. I don't see one heck y'all think these day old youngies. This sounds exactly like the calls we got
0: <laughs> on every station. We <laughs> this is the You've program. On. Yeah, the program director's uh, voicemail right here. gonna
2: watch pokey day on butt butthole time at time at time at that time. And don't ever get tired of it. Like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and yes, y'all, I got up at seven thirty in the morning and watched all day. Wait, so
1: he's upset that the show is late, too? So not only is he upset that he hates the show, Porky's Butthole, <laughs> it was late as well. <laughs>
2: and I don't think y'all was right on time with his own show all day, gum day. I went to bed last night wanting, wanting to get, I don't say, I guess I'm going to call, FCC by he's gonna y'all call the down. FCC about shutting down the FCC.
1: And shut their
2: y'all, butt down? <laughs> no. All right, just don't worry. Y'all think the old three-year-old kid's going to buy, buy something, buy a daggone of stuff because y'all put them daggone commercials on, commercial <laughs> on dropping them crap over on. Three-year-old kids are going to gonna buy what? I guess they're going to buy porky's butthole stuff. It's going to be five minutes late next time because he's going to drop them freaking commercials on there. Get is he busy. drunk? What's <laughs> going on <here>? <laughs> <laughs> Some reason y'all think you had a job at 10 minutes commercial on every day. Gone. Time. you get through.
1: Wait, do you think this is every a guy I'm auditioning to, to be Boomhauer? Like he heard that Mike Judge was doing a spinoff with King of the Hill and this is his audition tape?
2: No, this is
0: pre-Twitter. <laughs> so people couldn't go online and bitch and moan and complain on Twitter. So they had to do it on voicemail.
1: No, I'm saying, I wonder if this is like an actor who heard that Mike Judge was doing a Beavis and Butthole <laughs> spin-off called King of the Hill. And he was like, I-, "I bet there's a character in there for me. this maybe this is the guy's audition.
3: tell you what man. He gets all pretty up and they old them his hair all went off the side. Man I <laughs> are like, good, my good side. man you done your pretty sissy down like that.
1: I could see Mike Judge listening to this and being like, oh, my God, we need a character based on this guy. And he didn't put the guy's name in, but you can imagine the guy probably called and said, like, my name is Omar Hauer. He was like, mm-hmm. oh, my God, Boomhauer. Like, that sounds like Boomhauer. And you could totally see Mike Judge listening to that and being like, the light bulb's going off.
3: Tell you what, man, I seen the dang old rake right down Masonian Miss- man, right next to Lincoln's head, the arch chair, man, the dang old caveman
0: section. I think Mike Judge created King of the Hill around that guy. just so he could have Boomhauer.
1: Well, no, no. King of the Hill was a character, if you remember, uh, Hank Hill was a character on Beavis and Butthead. It was an extra neighbor.
0: Right. So he said, I'm going to make this whole cartoon around Boomhauer. Who can I steal? (laughs) (laughs) Beavis and Butthead. I can't steal Daria because she's getting her own show. So Mm -hmm. who else can I steal?
1: That's hilarious. That's great.
0: So he spun it off just like the TV shows from the 70s and 80s would spin off another series from one series to another, but he did it just so he could do Boomhauer.
3: Good well man. They got another one, man. What do you go with the difference between a little man and a little squirt gun?
1: And that's and cartoon history is made. This guy called to complain, and, and instead, he found a way to make Mike Judge more
3: money.
0: What the hell is that? Check this out.
3: I literally felt like dancing. It's the Cooper and Anthony Show.
1: So, as you know, last week, J-Lo and Ben Affleck, they didn't really elope, but they just sort of like showed up in Vegas and, oh, I guess they did elope. <laughs> they showed up in Vegas and they got married. Hmm. That's they got the definition their paperwork. of elope. <laughs> yeah. Well, I feel like eloping is more like people don't know you're even engaged and then you just sort of show up one day and you're like, hi, I married this guy I met in a bar. I feel like like eloping has that connotation of nobody expected it, nobody saw it coming. Mm -hmm. But when you're Ben Affleck and J-Lo and we know you're engaged and everyone's talking about your wedding and then one day you show up and say, hi, we got married, it's not really eloping. It's just kind of like you're celebrities and you went and got married.
0: Now, were they married before, or were they just engaged?
1: Engaged.
0: Okay, so they haven't been married before this. Well, to no. each other.
1: Right, they were not married to each other. Oh, okay. Until now. Anyway, so they got engaged. They got engaged a couple months ago. Now they got married in a surprise wedding. Again, I'm not going to call it an elopement because nobody was surprised. Mm. And um, and they, you know, but here's what's really interesting. We know that, so now that they're married, they're buying a house together. I feel like it was weird before because he had his house and she had hers and he has his kids and she has hers. So now they got to put everybody together and they need a bigger house. They need more space because it's, you know, they're much bigger families here. So we heard some rumors that they were looking at this mega mansion in Holmby Hills in Los Angeles, California. And this house is a big deal. So remember Mariah Carey was married to that billionaire James Packer?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: This was his house. This was the house that this guy, yeah. So he he had this house built. It was a smaller house before that, and that's where Danny DeVito and Rhea Perlman lived. So this property has been, you know, owned. It's a known property. Celebrities have lived there before. So it looks like this is the house that Ben Affleck and and Jennifer Lopez have have bought. They mm-hmm. bought this house. It was on the market for sixty four a little over I would say like maybe just under sixty five million dollars. Mm-hmm. they bought it for sixty million, so they didn't really get a good deal. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well they, they, they knocked five million dollars off. that's a that's a good deal.
1: I, I mean, for you and I, it is because five million is like money we'll never see in our entire lifetimes. Mm-hmm. But when you're purchasing something for sixty million dollars, okay? Knocking $5 million off is like you and I buying something for $10 and they knock off $0.15. Cents. It's not worth it. It's, it's like, okay, whatever, fine. Um, and I wonder, like, do you pay cash for this, I guess? I guess you do, right?
0: Yeah, do you write a check? And what is the commission on that sale for the real estate oh, agent? Yeah. I mean, yeah, the real you is, have yeah. to retire the minute you sell that property. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> moving to the bahamas you'll never see me again you had one sale that's all i needed <laughs> i had to have one sale i sold it to ben ben benifer and now i i i live in the bahamas
1: <laughs> the original benifer right yeah but that's that's the weird thing about that is for a real estate agent once you sell a 60 million dollar house well yeah you i mean you made you've millions of dollars tw- probably like 12 million dollars in commission mm-hmm. 8 million dollars in commission whatever it is you can pretty much retire that's the beginning of your career now you're like oh now i'm really somebody like then then your career really takes off you know just no, when you, think- you, you and i would be done i'm done I'm <laughs> no. washing my hands i'm
0: out but you right. sold one house i know i did, To batman batman bought it i'm done <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah so think about it. i mean she's j-lo so she's got j-lo money he's got batman money mm-hmm. so did they split it did they just throw in 30 million each
0: yeah how does that work i'll write a check for 30 million you write the other check for 30 million or do i buy the house and you pay the power bill right <laughs> <laughs> you pay trash water and power and i'll pay for the house
1: yeah, how do you split the the costs there? Exactly. So obviously they have a business manager or somebody who handles their bills. I can't imagine that they. Well, everybody has their bills now online, so it's mm-hmm. really easy. Like you know, the phone bill, it just take it every month out of your out of your account. But so here's the house. It's here's what's interesting. What's being reported in the press is different. I found the actual listing of the house. In the listing of the house, it's over thirty one thousand square feet. wow yeah it's enormous it looks like a mall like a mini mall eight bedrooms 12 bathrooms the lot size is 1.4 acres which is not a lot of lot size if you think about it i mean i guess for la having over an acre is a lot but so there you go here's the most interesting thing about it before i go into all the different things that the house has well let me just tell you I'll i'll just tell you that first It has a beauty parlor, you know, like a glam room, which Mm, obviously J-Lo needs a glam room. Yeah, of course. Uh, There's 12-foot front gates and a guardhouse. Has to have that. Mm -hmm. Fendi did the furniture. So all the furniture is all already in there, and it's by Fendi. So that's kind of impressive right there. There's a wine cellar. There's a tasting area for the wine cellar so it's not just the wine cellar It's a place you can just go and sort of like taste there's a movie theater mm-hmm. a full movie movie screen like a, the size oh, you of better a be an imax yes yeah, stadium stadium worthy yeah right um a golf simulator a game room a massive wet bar a marble kitchen with you know cabinets appliances all the top of the line stuff there's a bowling alley which is really cool. There's a giant oval swimming pool. There's a spa. Mm-hmm. And um, I think there's all these fountains, and it's really beautiful and stuff like that. You know, it's it's what you'd picture it to be. Okay, boring. Here's what I think is the most interesting part. It has a dentist's office and an operating room.
0: That is so perfect for you. <laughs> Oh, my God. You should have married Ben Affleck to have your own dentist and own operating room in your own house because you go to the dentist and doctor once a week. So to have it in your house, how perfect is that?
1: Yeah, it's weird. So the basement has a full medical suite with dental offices and a separate doctor's operating room, okay? So that means that if you need anything done, Like, forget about just, you know, say you have someone come and do a little Botox, whatever. But if you want to have your face lifted, if you need any surgery of any kind, Mm -hmm. you know, anything, think about that. You can actually have a doctor and a surgeon come to your house with their tools and their kit and (laughs) their Their little bag like
0: the 1800s.
1: (laughs) And their little bag like it's the 1800s, exactly. They can perform operations in your house house in your basement
0: this makes you hard doesn't it
1: oh my god this is the most exciting part of the house (laughs) had i known that there were houses that had this sort of thing Mm -hmm. i would have found a very different career to make this kind of money i had no idea that this was an option um and also for me the dental office like you said i'm at the dentist's And this is my whole life. Like, it's not just because I'm over 40 and my teeth are like fucked up from years of eating sugar. Mm -hmm. No, I've had terrible teeth my entire life. So like I had teeth knocked out and pulled and I've been in fights, like (laughs) everything that could happen to your mouth happened to my mouth. So, yeah, imagine having the dentist come to you and you do all your dental stuff in your basement. Just, oh, I have a dentist appointment. Oh, great. Okay. So run downstairs, go to your dentist appointment, and then just be back upstairs because trainer's coming over. You got to go to the gym. You know what I mean? Or
0: we got to taste wine or something later.
1: Right. Right. Um, I also like the four-lane bowling
0: alley thing, too, because you know me. Four lanes.
1: Yeah, four (laughs) lanes.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Most houses have two. And that's overkill, <laughs> you know, right. like I think Howard Stern has two in the Hamptons, but they have four. Yeah. Why do you need yeah, four? Have- you need that many people bowling at the same time.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, because they have all those kids. That's what I'm telling you. She's got I, she has the twins and then he has like three or four kids. So there's a lot of ki- and then the kids have friends over, you know, you don't want to fight over bowling alleys. So four. And then I'm sorry, I misspoke. Um, it's not just the one pool outside. There's an indoor pool and oh, spa, too. Yeah, so if it's raining, you can swim inside.
0: So if you own your own bowling alley, four <laughs> lanes, by the way, do you have to still wear those stupid shoes? <laughs> <laughs> or can you actually wear, <laughs> like, vans? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think you can wear whatever shoes you want because it's your own bowling alley, but just know that you'll probably have to just redo the surfaces. The reason why you wear bowling shoes is because what they're made of doesn't fuck up the surface.
0: No, I don't believe you know. that at all. I think they make you wear them <laughs> just so everybody looks stupid and they, they secretly make fun of you.
1: It's a control thing. It's like we, mm-hmm. it's like wearing uniforms at school. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, And we just uncle, you know, all of these years. Well, okay, we'll do it. Give me somebody else's shoes that somebody wore and that you sprayed Lysol in. I'll take that.
1: But that's what's so weird. So I wonder if Ben Affleck, this could be the thing that undoes them as a couple. Maybe she's the kind of person that she just wants whatever heels she has on. She will go down and throw a bowling, bowling ball. Maybe he's one of those guys who's like, no, you have to wear the proper attire.
0: I think back now to bowling, back in the day when we would go bowling all the time, mm-hmm. we would stick our fingers in a ball that nobody cleans those finger holes in a ball. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So we would stick our fingers in, roll the ball, and then use those same fingers and pick up French fries. Right. And eat <laughs> <Exactly>. them <laughs> while putting somebody else's shoes on that have Lysol. I, I, I don't know how we all didn't die.
1: Isn't it so funny, like in a post-COVID world, like in a world now because of COVID, how it completely changes your perspective? Like I will watch old game shows. That's sort of like a thing. My boyfriend and I we think it's hilarious and we will have an old game show on in the background. And the amount of celebrities that will hug contestants is – it makes my skin crawl now. First of all, hugging strangers as it is is just fucking weird. Mm-hmm. And then a celebrity hugging a stranger, they are already there's already a bunch that just won't do that because they're germaphobes to begin with. But now in a post-COVID world, we're not, I'm not even hugging – I hugged my mother for the first time like a year ago. You know what I mean? Like since COVID. I, I'm not hugging strangers. I'm not hugging a celebrity. I'm not going to, I don't want to get that close to somebody that I'm not sleeping with in bed or that I'm not related to.
0: But well, there was a guy that did Family Feud back in the day and he would kiss every woman.
1: Right. Oh, my God. We just saw one of those episodes. He would like lean in and Full kiss lip on, the on lips. Lip. I want to know how often that guy had. some kind of sickness or herpes or yeah exactly how many times you get sick a week
0: yeah and he never stopped and and women look forward to it
1: yeah family guy makes fun of that all the time
0: (laughs) dude was a player
1: (laughs) (laughs) well he actually married one of the contestants
0: did he really
1: yeah well i guess he ended up fucking her and then they fell in love and that's who he married I want somebody to write a book about all the secret, not the secret love affairs that we know about. I want to know how many times a a Bradley Cooper was like single on set, checking out the girl who does the click thing. You know, that that thing like.
0: Oh, yeah. Take one.
1: Yeah. The take one thing.
0: The take one girl.
1: Yeah, the take one girl. I want to know how many times a Bradley Cooper has like banged a take
0: one girl. Like, I want that book. What about extras?
1: Yeah, I mean, as somebody who's worked as an extra, that, that doesn't really happen.
0: Well, I think it does happen. It doesn't happen to you.
1: Well, it doesn't happen to me. But, I, <laughs> but no, I've seen some really hot extras. The celebrities don't talk to them. They they keep the celebrities away from the, the background people.
0: Yeah, and I don't think they really get that hot of extras because you don't want to take camera time away from the beautiful people. So you get you get use in the background.
1: Yeah. If you're that beautiful, you're in front of the camera. You're not not walking around behind somebody.
4: (laughs) It helps shrink swelling of tissues and, 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 and relieves itching, irritation and painful burning of hemorrhoids for hours. More people trust. Doctor recommended.
1: It's the Cooper and Anthony show. Want a game? I always want a game. Ooh, I got game music.
0: All right, I have a couple of uh, trivia questions to kick you off. Okay. Let's see if you know these trivia questions. One in five drivers, one in five, admit they're really bad at doing what?
1: Um, One in five drivers. Uh, parking.
0: Parallel parking. I'll give you that. Very hey. good. Okay. Even though researchers say it's much higher, one in three people say they do this.
1: Um, masturbate at work.
0: <laughs> one in three? Yes. <laughs> so if I go into three people's offices, <laughs> one of them...
1: <laughs> Touching themselves, yes. Just finished. Yes. <laughs> or it's just starting.
0: <laughs> that's why I don't have meetings in people's offices. Uh, no, pick their nose.
1: Oh, that's boring. Okay. I just did it right now while you were telling me the fact. <laughs>
0: So the one, and there's a, you're one of two.
1: <laughs> one in two people. So they were right. The research said that it was higher. There we go. It's one in two.
0: The people of the Netherlands enjoy more than eight hours of this, more than any other country.
1: Um, Eight hours of sleep?
0: Sleep. Very good.
1: Oh my God, that was just a guess.
0: Very good. 22% of adults have said no to this. I'll give you a hint. It's money related. And it has to do with marriage.
1: Um, Have said no to... Let's see.
0: Money related. So 22% of adults have said nope.
1: Sharing a bank account.
0: Being part of a wedding party.
1: Oh, wow, yeah. Um, You could say no to that? My gosh.
5: (laughs) (laughs) You
0: didn't know that. All right, I'm going to give you a list of names. Which one Mm -hmm. of these are not like the other? And you got to tell me which one doesn't belong. Okay. Pat Nixon, Michelle Obama, Tipper Gore, Martha Washington, Jackie Kennedy.
1: Which one doesn't belong?
0: Which one doesn't belong? Hmm. Pat Nixon, Michelle Obama, Tipper Gore, Martha Washington, Jackie Kennedy.
1: Oh, Tipper Gore.
0: Why? She was never first lady. Very good. I knew you'd <laughs> get that one. Well, she should have been.
1: <laughs> right. Yeah. A lot of people say that. But
0: sure. well, well, she should be, but she wasn't. Okay. Right. You got to spy the lie. So I'm going to give you three things. You got to tell me which one is a lie so two truths and a lie two truths and a lie there you go okay Mm -hmm. on average left-handed people type 10 words a minute faster than right-handed people okay americans buy 100 million pounds of butter every year well that's definitely true and in a single meal a pelican can consume up to one cubic foot of food
1: uh, I don't think pelicans eat that much because they're so little and they have little bellies so I'm gonna say that the left-handed thing is correct the butter you know it's funny I was gonna say the butter thing is wrong because it's higher the number's higher mm-hmm. is gonna be my answer hmm you know what yeah I'm gonna go with that so the butter thing is wrong because we eat more butter than that
0: so you're gonna see it you're gonna say a pelican does consume up to one cubic foot of food at a time oh hmm so, and yeah, it's-
1: why not? Okay, so the pelican does do the cubic foot. The left-handed people do type faster. And um, the butter thing is wrong because we eat more butter than that.
0: You're right. I said 100 million pounds. We eat 500 million pounds. (laughs) (laughs) 500 million pounds of butter.
1: I love that I caught my error in the middle of it. I was like, wait a minute, we eat more butter than that. (laughs) I alone eat more butter than that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's so strange because there's different, you can buy margarine, you can buy other things, not butter, but I guess people buy butter.
1: I know. Well, I wonder what they're considering butter. I mean, is it just the one type of butter, or is it also because we buy Earth Balance, which is a natural vegan butter? But I also wonder if you're right. Is margarine considered butter, or is it all just butter, butter?
0: Yeah, it's got. I think it's got to say butter on the package. Okay. Does your butter say butter on the package? It does. Oh, we'll see. I think that 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 would be yes. Butter.
1: But if you think about it, you know, you're not just eating the butter. You're also, if you bake. Okay, so I bake chocolate chip cookies. Sometimes I'll make like a double thing of it. That's three sticks of butter in one batch of chocolate chip cookies. Three sticks. Right. That's what I'm saying. And I'm just one person baking one batch of cookies, and I do that all the time. So at my house, the amount of of butter we go through.
0: (laughs) Wow. That's a lot of sticks.
1: Yeah, I know. The cookies are very good.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I should put four. It would make them even more better.
1: You got more questions?
0: And I'm going to leave you with a conversation starter. I want to find out if you would do this or not. Mm -hmm. I'm going to put $10 million in your hand. Okay. But, But there's a catch. A snail is chasing you for the rest of your life. If it touches you, you die a terrible death. The snail cannot be killed. It knows your location at all times, and its only purpose is to find you. Are you taking the money?
1: That's like that movie, It Follows.
0: Oh, we should make a movie about a snail. Well, they did, it's called
1: It Follows.
0: (laughs) Oh, but it's not a snail.
1: (laughs) No, it's not a snail, but it's a spirit. And it's um, no matter where you go, it's kind of like Final Destination. You know, you think you've outsmarted it.
0: But it moves really slow. That's the thing. That's why we have to make this movie.
1: We'll here's call it thing. Snail.
0: There,
1: yeah, no, I, It's brilliant. Okay, so here's why I would not take the money. First of all, $10 million, I hate to be this way, it's just not enough money. I would need like a billion dollars.
0: I might like, do um, it for a for hundred. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, because there's some days that I just want to like lay in bed and not have to be like running away from a snail. Or maybe I have, like, somewhere I have to go. I'm out with friends. Let's say I'm out at a party having a good time. It's like, oh, there's a fucking snail again. (laughs) And then I have to go, like, escape the snail. And then what if I'm on an airplane? If I'm on an airplane, you know, what are we supposed to do? Just keep running from one side of the plane to the other?
0: Yeah, because it's a snail. It
1: doesn't move that fast. It's too stressful. It is way too stressful. Just the fact that there's... Listen, I have anxiety... Anxiety feels like a snail that's always there. And you have days that you're just like, okay, no snail today.
0: And if it touches you, a terrible death. And you do not want that because that's your biggest fear, is a terrible death.
1: Yeah, I know. Huge fear. Yeah, I'll keep your money. I'm happy. I'll live like this. I'll live poor and snail free.
0: Okay, I'll take half. (laughs) (laughs)
1: That
0: wasn't an option. I'll hire people to watch out for the snail.
1: That's not an option.
0: Yes, it is. They didn't say no. that. No, it, just, it says it chases you, cannot be killed. It knows your location. Its only purpose is to find you. It doesn't say you can't be surrounded by bodyguards looking for snails. What eats snails? French people. I'll get a bunch <laughs> of French people <laughs> to stand around <laughs> and look but for snails. But it can't snails. be killed. It can't be killed, but they, they can call you. And text you (laughs) The snail is five feet away from you So then I'll move another five feet Then it'll take all day to get that far
1: Yeah I know I can't live like I can't live like that not at all I can't live with something that I need to constantly Do at all times I need days that I can just be Free from all that shit I need snail Free days
4: Do I have to be gang
6: probed It's the Cooper and Anthony show I want to hear them and I want to hear them now
0: Gentlemen I want to know from you If we have to do these things anymore for the ladies.
1: Okay. We should have a call-in show again then.
0: (laughs) Well, I'm asking (laughs) you. Okay. (laughs) So you can answer. Should I do these? Because you're very independent. Mm Mm-hmm. That's true. You're a very independent woman. So I'm going to say, do you want me to do these things if I'm dating you?
1: Okay. Got it.
0: Always open doors
1: like that. I got to tell you, it's one of those weird things. It's not about male versus female. It's about somebody being, um, you know, kind to you and being like, you know, let me get the door so that way it doesn't hit you in the face or that way someone doesn't push it. And, you know, when you're little and you go to open a door sometimes people don't see you so they're coming through the door and they don't see you so you end up getting a door in the face so i feel like it's just it's just kindness i'm I'm not really into um chivalry and any of that kind of stuff it's not that but i like when a guy gets it joe never gets a door
0: for me (laughs) (laughs) he did maybe the first six months
1: i don't think he even did it then
0: he he didn't do it then no
1: yeah he's a really he's a modern guy he's a feminist too so he, in fact, I think it was like our first date. Mm-hmm. We were going into a restaurant. We were talking and talking and talking and talking. And we get to the restaurant and we st- stood there talking. And I think he was he was waiting for me to open the door. And I was waiting for him to open the door.
0: <laughs> we're never we going both, in because nobody's opened the door.
1: <laughs> we both stood there just talking. I was like, all right, I guess I'll open the door. But he's right. Like, I shouldn't, a guy shouldn't open the door for me. That's so stupid. Um, But I like it. I don't know. I like somebody opening a door for
0: me. Yeah, I don't like people holding the door for me because then it's too much pressure. Now I got to step it up. I got to put a little skip in my step so they don't mm-hmm. have to stand there for a long time. It's too much pressure. I don't like it.
1: No, but if you're the one who chose to open the door you're and hold it for somebody, you're going to have to wait until they're ready to walk through it. You made the <sighs> choice to open that door. I'm not rushing. I'm going to get there when I get there.
0: All right. Things, how to be a gentleman. Should we still do these things or not do these things. Help her put on her coat.
1: No, that I hate.
0: You hate that?
1: Yeah, because that that feels ugh, like like you're a baby. Like, come here, sweetie. Let me put your coat on. Like, I'm a little girl that needs to be dressed. That I hate. Do not touch my clothes. Don't touch my coat. I don't want your help putting a coat on. No. Really? I'm not three years old. I can put a coat on
0: myself. All right. How about helping you with your seat? No. <laughs> I don't have to pull out your chair and and you sit and I push it in a little bit.
1: I don't know where that came from. I'd love to know the history of that because that's that to me, that's the dumbest thing. It's like, how do you why would you pull out my seat? And then it's so awkward when you push it in. As somebody who has had men do that for me, you pull out the seat. I I can't gauge where it is. I go to sit down. I'm either sitting too far back or too much on the edge and then you push it. When I'm not even like properly on this, it's the most awkward thing in the world. Don't touch my coat. Don't touch my seat.
0: Yeah, because I want to push your chair back in, but then I'm going to make a joke that, ah, I got a hernia now.
1: Exactly. So that's a problem too.
0: Uh, All right. Give up your seat. Should I do that?
1: What's interesting about that, I've noticed on buses and subways, of which I take quite often Mm -hmm. here in New York City, um, it's always interesting the men who do get up and give a woman their seat. And it's never just a woman. It has to be somebody who's either pregnant, holding a lot of bags or old. If you're if you're like a 30 something, 40 something Woman like me, if, if you hop onto a bus like me, no one's
0: ever given up their seat for me. Never. <laughs> you have many bags. You're, you look pregnant. You're very old. <laughs> so you're always getting a seat.
1: <laughs> no, but but I'm saying I've never had a man give up a seat. I never had anybody offer like, "Hey, did you want to sit?" Never. In fact, just today I was on a bus. And there was one seat left and there was a guy, he was a little older than I was, and he was sort of a larger guy. And he and I both got on the bus at the same time. We both looked at the seat and it was just like, it was a race. And he, he never said like, oh, would you like the seat? He just made a beeline for it. and I was like, fuck it, I'll stand.
0: Really? Yeah. When I was on the bus in the train, I never gave up my seat.
1: No, no one really does that anymore. They they really don't. I mean, occasionally, like I said, occasionally they do give it up for older people or pregnant women. But that's why there's signs on seats saying if somebody who is handicapped or elderly requests this seat, you have to get up.
0: Hmm. Yeah, but I yeah.
1: Uh, but then, know. are you going to request? You're going to walk over and say hi? I want to sit there. I mean, that's sort of. Yeah. Look at the too. sign,
0: moron. Sign, get up. <laughs>
1: sign, get up.
0: Yeah. <laughs> stand at attention when a lady enters or exits the room. Guys should stand.
1: Oh, oh, the guy. I thought you meant like his.
0: no let's say we're all at a table you get up to go to the bathroom should i stand because when i watch like mad men Mm -hmm. and they do that i go god i always forget to do that what is that
1: though what i don't even i don't get why guys would stand up because you're getting up to go to a bath i've had guys do that i've had older men if i'm like at a business meeting or whatever and i'm like hey i'm just gonna run to the ladies room i get up to go do that and they sort of like fake the getting up a little bit mm-hmm. i don't understand what that is or why they would do that are they afraid that i'm going to fall out of my chair and they want to be there to catch me when i fall off my five inch heels like what's the, what's the point of that one
0: i don't know but when don draper does it it looks cool
1: hang on now i want to know what where that comes from okay uh it says here whether it's a social conversation a business meeting or a meal it sends the message you've noticed the person and they're worth your effort to rise from your comfortable sitting position to meet and welcome them. Well, that's one thing to welcome them. But what about oh, here we go, with leaving the room.
5: Mhm.
1: Um so when you stand, you literally rise to the occasion to show respect for them. That is when y- they are walking in. That's different. If if listen, if you're sitting at a table and I come in to to greet you, like, "Hi, thanks for inviting me," then you should get up. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. You know, so that way professionally, that way we're eye to eye. That's the reason. But if I get up to go to the bathroom, that I don't understand.
0: Yeah, to me, it it looks cool. So, no, I always thought never shake somebody's hand sitting down.
1: Right, that's what I mean.
0: If they come in and I I go to shake their hand, you look like a douche if you just sit there and shake their hand. But I guarantee I've done it.
1: Yeah, I think it's... It's one thing to do it when somebody walks in, but when they're getting up to to go to a bathroom, that's weird. It's like I I approve of you going to pee. I approve of you emptying your bladder or whatever else you're going to go do in there.
0: Things that we should or shouldn't do to be a gentleman. All right, give her your arm.
1: My boyfriend always holds my hand. I like that, and you know what? You know what else he does it too. He gives me his arm or his hand whenever I'm getting out of a cab.
0: See, I can't say anything bad or good for that because I think I've done that to you. Because
1: I I always look like I'm not going to quite make it out. That's why. People are like, well, let me help you. (laughs) Hang on. You look like you're struggling there.
0: That's why. Because you're in big, stupid shoes and you're going to need the balance.
1: (laughs) I've had female friends of mine do that. I've had women friends of mine lean in. and be. My friend Linda is like, just give me your hand. Let me help you get out of there. You seem to be having trouble getting out of a car.
0: (laughs) Things I should do or not do to be a gentleman in the year 2022 Ask if she needs anything when I get up.
1: Well, I think that's just common courtesy. You know, I mean, like when I'm sitting on the couch, my boyfriend's going to the kitchen. He's like, do you want anything from the kitchen? Like, yes, of course. But I do the same thing to him. I'm going to the kitchen or I'm going to the supermarket or do you need anything? We'll we'll text each other. Hey, I'm in CVS. Do you need something? I think that's just common courtesy. It's got nothing to do with etiquette or male, female. I think that's just being kind to your partner
0: see i never do that <laughs> if i get You're up to kidding. go to the kitchen i don't say do you need anything? no because i figure you can get up and do it yourself
1: oh my god i had no idea i thought everyone does that
0: yeah i thought they did too but i don't
1: I will my boyfriend I'll be laying in bed see now we've switched our bed around so now he's closer to the door Mm. so I will hand him something and be like you're closer to the door can you take this to the kitchen for me (laughs) can you give me some water he's like I'm always going to be closer to the door (laughs) I sleep on that side of the bed I'm like "Uh (laughs)
0: uh-huh can you make me some toast (laughs) (laughs) you're closer to the kitchen
6: (laughs) (laughs) it's the Cooper and Anthony show you got me straight
1: tripping boo that's right that's
3: right flashback these are the sounds of days
0: that are past, days that are past, days that are
1: past, days that are past. Now, Vicki, what food looked pretty innocent, but it ended up hurting you? An M&M about three years ago.
4: I was working in a doctor's office, and I was just eating a couple M&Ms, and all of a sudden it cracked in half of my tooth, and it just <gasps> went away. Which so color M&M? And, uh, you know, I don't remember. I think it was blue. Oh, I, the, I, yeah, I don't trust those blue ones. Yeah. And then, like, so I went and got it fixed. And three months ago, my dad was in the hospital, and I was eating an oatmeal raisin cookie, and the same tooth left again. (laughs) No way! Yeah, so I guess I just can't eat on that side anymore. But
1: no, no, I no, I I blame I blame the M and M, and I blame the oatmeal raisin cookie. Right. Yes, that's what
4: I like to say. My dental
0: insurance doesn't believe that though. (laughs) Are you still mad at the M and M?
1: Uh, no, I've gotten over it. <laughs> okay. they yeah, hard not to, to like. Yeah, it's hard to stay mad at M&M's because they, they, yeah. they make you feel so good.
0: And they don't yeah, melt I like them in your ice, mouth. They melt I like
1: them, them, in, them in ice cream.
0: In your mouth. I throw them on top hand. of my
1: yeah. ice cream. Yeah. Yeah. Well that's yummy. <laughs> <laughs> now Lori, what, what food looked pretty innocent and it ended up hurting you? This was a vicious ham.
4: <laughs> it jumped out of the pan. And landed, my mother was carrying, I was a kid at the time, my mother was carrying Easter ham mm. to the table. She tripped, it leapt off the platter, onto my foot, <laughs> oh, broke, no. broke my foot, oh. burned oh. my leg. Oh. <laughs> Evil ham. It Evil was. ham. Are you still on mad at the Easter, ham? On Easter, no less. Oh, One of, the most of all days. Of Of the world.
6: So, did you have to go to the emergency room?
4: Yes. Which was <gasps> a very odd story to try to convince them that the ham jumped out and broke my foot.
0: Could they save the ham? <laughs> they
4: saved the foot, Anthony.
0: Well, I'm, I'm worried about the ham here, Lori. You, you don't, especially Easter ham, that's probably, probably honey baked. You, you can't waste a whole ham.
4: It was a big old honking ham.
0: Yeah, you can, you can cut the outside of it. The inside of it's still good, Lori.
4: <laughs> well, and knowing my mother, my mother is, let's call her frugal. Um, <laughs> she, she probably patted off and, you know, did the five-second rule
6: Yep. and sure.
4: went back on the platter.
6: Now, do you can you eat ham now?
4: I love ham. Okay. Just okay. not that evil. I never ate that evil ham.
6: Not Easter
5: ham. <laughs>
4: well, that was that not, one that particular, particular evil, evil ham. Yeah. Ham. yeah. <laughs> That hand was
1: possessed. But you, but you were okay. They they wrapped up your foot. You ended up being okay, right? You don't have any permanent. for eleven weeks. Wow, that is an evil hand. That sounds like a premeditated thing to me. Hey Lori, I I think I think the pig was mad.
4: Hey Lori, has
0: bacon ever hurt you?
4: bacon bacon doesn't hurt anybody. Okay. <laughs>
1: barbecue bacon a, is our friend.
0: And barbecue hasn't hurt you at all.
1: Never.
4: Okay,
0: good. I'm just making sure.
1: <laughs> Don't slander bacon around here, Anthony. <laughs> That's right. You watch Bacon's what you say about never bacon. Hurt <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Thank you, Lori. <laughs> now, Heather, what food looked very innocent, but it ended up injuring you in some way?
4: I was actually 2 hours away from home and was at a camp and I was eating a salad, and an olive had a pit left in it, oh. and it just—it was a perfectly healthy tooth, and the olive just split my tooth in half. Oh. It didn't hurt. It didn't hurt, um, because I actually, I, I just heard the the crack, oh. and I opened my mouth, and my friend looked in it, and she said, "Oh my God, we've got to go." Oh. So, no. I was two hours away from home, and you couldn't find anybody, and it was night; it was probably about 8 o'clock, and you couldn't find anybody around there that would treat you, because mm-hmm. I wasn't from the area. Yeah. And so, I have the best dentist, and she called and met me at her office, and had to pull my tooth out that night.
2: Oh, no!
4: horrible. And to this day, I still love olives, but I'll only eat them if they're cut in half. I
1: have to cut I- them
4: and make sure there's not a pit in it.
1: Yeah, and you're more. Yeah, you're much more careful. And see, you learned that lesson. But uh, but good for you not being mad at olives after all this time.
4: I love olives. Love olives.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but see, now we've all learned a lesson. So right. if you if you biting into a salad, really scrutinize those olives better. That is the truth because they might say they're not because they were not supposed
4: to be with pets in them. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I've had that too. I don't always I've bought, believe. Yeah. Don't always believe them. Check it, or else you're going to have a hole in your mouth too. Because
1: <laughs> the olives lie right.
0: and don't eat. Yeah. Sure. Don't eat the Easter ham. <laughs>
1: don't eat that Easter ham. The evil Easter ham.
0: Oh, okay.
1: <laughs> now, Alyssa, what food was it looked really innocent, but it ended up injuring you? Uh,
4: I'll tell you, but Cooper, I have to say that we so enjoyed you being Ian's stunt wife here.
1: Oh, thank you. Isn't he terrific? I love that, Ian. I did, um, in, in Minneapolis, I did, the, the morning show in Minneapolis is Ian and Marjorie, and Marjorie was off, uh, she says a hysterectomy, but I think she had her boobs done, um, and I, I filled in, I filled in for her that, that for a couple of mornings in Minneapolis, and she was just, he was terrific, he was just wonderful. Thank you I, for saying that.
4: I listen to him every morning, I listen to you every day on my way home.
1: Oh, thank oh. you. That's really nice. Thank you. No,
4: what really looks innocent, that kills me every time, ever since I was a kid. Cold cereal rips the top of my
1: mouth apart. And especially, yeah, especially Cap'n Crunch. Yeah, or, or Cocoa Puffs, (laughs) Right, right, Cocoa Puffs
4: are evil.
0: But they're good evil, though. It is. Yeah. It is a good evil. It's a necessary evil. Right.
1: See, that's the hard thing about cold cereal, because you don't want it too mushy. You want to eat it while it still has some bounce to it, but it's going to rip the roof of your mouth off. I've had that experience.
4: It's evil, yeah. yeah and, my, and my poor kids go through that
1: too. <laughs> <laughs> I have that cereal, and then
4: like for the next three days they want oatmeal.
1: <laughs> it's one of those lessons you have to learn in life at it, some point. But
0: oatmeal has never hurt anybody.
1: No, I don't think oatmeal. It, no, uh, if oatmeal's hurt you, you definitely need to call the show eight seven seven six Cooper because we don't think oatmeal can hurt you.
0: No, we don't believe. We're it under that be.
1: illusion. Thank yeah. you, Alyssa. Or salad. Yeah, we're under that illusion.
6: Right. We're shooting um, so, razor blade O's. Or? <laughs>
1: no you never have are you kidding me i love cap'n crunch i can't eat it for the same reason because it absolutely tears up the roof of my mouth always always Always.
0: Curios doesn't do that yeah you wouldn't know that problem Chad. you you only have had one type of cereal yeah your whole life i've had other kinds of cereal no you haven't i've had cap'n crunch no you haven't yes i have (laughs) i used to
6: i I used to love to eat the sugary cereals but now i can't so i have to eat the, the the Cheerios. The nuns,
1: the, the adult yeah, cereals. Right. I know. The daddy cereals. I know. Um, all right, so what food looked really
4: innocent, but it hurt you? I ate a uh, Cinnamon Toast Crunch cereal bar, and it was on uh, the day before Christmas Eve, and mm. I was starting my first day at a new job, and I bit into it, and it broke my front tooth slap out.
0: <gasps> oh, my God. <laughs> Your front tooth.
4: <laughs> my front tooth. So I had to go all through Christmas without a front tooth. <gasps>
1: And then you just sing that song, all I want for Christmas Christmas, is my two two front teeth. Everybody sing that to you the whole time? Everybody sang that to you, the entire. I'm sure. Yep. You probably heard that song so many times. You were like, I'm going to punch somebody. Yes,
4: it was
1: horrible. (laughs) And those cereal bars, they look so innocent. They have the cute little, the the lettering is so fun and the pretty colors. You would never think a, a, a cinnamon toast bar would hurt you.
4: I know, but now I don't think they sell them anymore, so maybe it broke
1: plenty of people's (laughs) teeth. We showed those bars. Exactly.
4: Did you take any Christmas
0: photos with no tooth in the front?
1: No, I closed
4: my mouth.
0: (laughs) Can you take your tooth out now?
4: No, I have a bridge, so it's Uh, permanently in there.
0: Oh, good for you. Okay, you showed that cereal bar.
4: Exactly, but it cost me like $1,500, so that was a very expensive cereal bar.
1: Now, was there a moment, like, because this woman is suing Starburst, this, she's suing the Mars companies. Would, did, was there a moment that you considered contacting the company and letting them know?
4: No. Mm. No. It was my own fault for eating it, so. Right. I had no
1: to pay the blame but myself. <laughs> right. <laughs>
0: she's got a point. Yeah, that's true. It didn't. But, you it, know, if it she jumped. She liked in the your cinnamony mouth.
1: goodness. Yeah. You can't help it, you know.
0: If you're walking down the street and the, the cereal bar jumped into your mouth, then you would have a, a, a case.
1: That's true, yeah, yeah, right. right. Or fell, fell out of the sky and hit you in the mouth or something. Right. Right. Um, now, uh, Mindy. Yes. Hey, hey, Mindy, so what what food looked really innocent, but it ended up hurting you?
4: Well, my story isn't like that vicious ham. Oh, my God. <laughs> I know, that <laughs> evil ham. I will never eat ham again after listening to that story. No, don't unless, say that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> unless
4: it's cooked in a pan that's like about 10 inches high and, you know, has a fortified exactly. wall built around it you know but here's my story when i was just a little girl my sister and i well my mom had was a wonderful baker and all this and that well of course we had eaten our meal and we oh yeah she had this wonderful blueberry pie that she had made so we wanted blueberry pie but then when we were done eating our meal we couldn't eat anymore we were so full well, mm-hmm. back then she was like, "Oh no, you have to sit at that table till you eat everything on your plate." Blah blah blah. <laughs> so
5: we
4: choked down the blueberry pie. Well, that night, you know what happened? My sister you probably, you and I very lost sick. the blueberry pie, both <laughs> of us. And our bedroom, because we shared a bedroom, was literally blue. <laughs> Oh, oh my God! <laughs> our blankets, our pajamas, our baby oh. our hair, the floor, oh, the no. mattresses—everything was covered in blue. My. Oh. Mom- oh man they were like "Why well, you made us eat it <laughs> 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 <Don't talk that. laughs> you know what it, it has taken my sister to this day will mm. still not eat blueberries oh are you and, serious she won't yeah it just grosses her out she can still not eat blueberries now i have been able to recoup but it's only been about, like, maybe three, four years ago that I've been able to start eating blueberries again.
1: And so, wow. my, this has been like forty years. Wow! And- so all this time you were not able to eat blueberries. And how did you explain to people if somebody handed you something with blueberries in it, to just say, G- get that away from me? i you don't want to hear the story. <laughs> <laughs> you don't, you don't want to hear the story. But trust me, you want to take those blueberries yeah. as far away from Indy as possible. Yeah. Don't oh, want me to eat the blueberry. <laughs> <laughs> wow. See, that's a good story because they, you know, they looked innocent. And um, I love that it changed her for years and she just started eating them again. It changed the room. It changed the room. <laughs> you know, they wanted a pink room. They ended up with the blue room oh, by accident. Yeah. Think of how, well, much, how many
6: antioxidants she was eating that night.
1: I don't think it was the antioxidants no, that did I it, don't. though, Chet. I think it was the uh, the overabundance of blueberries. <laughs> <laughs> now, Ken, how are you, Ken?
3: Hello, Cooper. <laughs> now,
1: Ken, I can't imagine that you met a food, a, a cute little innocent food that you didn't like.
3: Well, I didn't say I didn't like it. It just kind of made me mad one night.
1: Okay, what well, what food made you mad?
3: <laughs> well, we used to all go to the bar. When we'd come home, we'd all come back to my place, and I'd fix egg sandwiches for everybody before we went home and went to bed. Well, we stopped to eat one night, and I didn't have any sandwich bread, so we just made omelets, and we sitting there eating eggs off the plate. Mm-hmm. Well, about that time, I took a big old bite of bunny, and thought it was cute to hit me in the elbow.
1: Needless
3: <gasps> to say, my fork went through one of my teeth. No, uh, and yeah. you,
1: I love, and I love that you blame the eggs.
3: Uh, well. I was too drunk to get mad at him, so I did to...
1: <laughs> So you didn't blame yeah. him, you didn't blame the fork, you didn't blame the fact that you were wasted off your little tushy. Um, it's well, the act, egg's fault.
3: Well, no, what it was, well, after I picked him up, because he, he kind of accidentally fell off his stool somehow. Right. I don't know how <laughs> Gee,
1: somehow, I wonder how. Hmm. about
3: my back end? I don't know, but anyway, <laughs> anyway I went and finally had it fixed. It, it's real cute. It's still to this day, you can tell if you look at it, it's messed
5: up. <laughs> oh, oh, goodness.
3: Answer, answer me, by the way. Tell your wife when she goes out there to kill them slugs, uh-huh. if she'll lose, a, use a, a low power twenty two rat shot to all <laughs> <a> lot
0: <easier>. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Ken. Yeah, thank, uh,
1: I think an M eighty would do the trick as well, Anthony. You might want to tell her to get herself like a, some big uh, sawed off shotgun. got go yeah. out there and start
6: shooting things. <laughs> yeah, Ken's not using isn't using coffee grounds to, to kill slugs. No, he's, he's not.
1: <laughs> Have Ken over one day. <laughs> to take care of the slugs There's at your things. house. Yeah, he could yeah,
6: yeah, aerate your lawn
0: for you. Oh, wow.
1: <laughs> now, Janine, what food looked very innocent but ended up hurting you? Turkey. Turkey? <laughs> yes. Was it a live turkey that came running after you? Or was it actually a, a piece no, of turkey? It was a dead turkey,
4: and it was the buckshot. But I guess it was really the turkey shot that was in the turkey. <gasps> my
1: father
4: promised that he cleaned it out, and then I bit into it. And not only did it hurt my tooth, but then it was the metal little turkey ball on top of the metal little filling. And oh, no. It. Yeah, so I didn't fit my tooth, but it really hurt. And then when you really put the little metal ball on top of the, your filling. Yes. People, yeah. Wow. It's like fingers on a Ow. Gobble, oh. gobble.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But have, you been e- but have you eaten turkey since? Well, I've eaten domestic turkey, but I haven't
4: eaten, <laughs> i mean, beheaded turkey, not wild turkey.
1: Right, nothing that your dad brought home.
6: Right. But you've drank yeah. wild turkey.
4: Tranquilized, yeah, gas turkey. I don't know, but it does produce gas, so I don't know. But, um, <laughs> good old
6: turkey. <laughs> I had the same thing happen to me with pheasant. You did? Yeah, my... You've been
1: into a pheasant the, and the buckshot was in there? Yeah.
6: And that was back. That was back before they. That was back when they still had lead shot instead right. of steel. <laughs> so, who oh, knows wow. how much lead was? Yeah, you'd bite wow. it. I, mean, I didn't like it anyway, but it's one of those things we had to sit there until you ate some,
0: and you'd bite it. That's almost mixing crunch. <laughs>
6: that that just, is mixing. It's like chicken, or it's
0: just you know gamey. Well, with lead shot in it, that's mixing. Yeah, that's why he doesn't like to mix. We figured that's it funny. out. Now
1: we're, now we're, getting, we're getting to the root of this now. Yes, we're seeing where it all began for
0: him. <laughs> day by day.
1: That's what it's called after you shoot the turkey and the bullet is in that's called the buckshot, right? Mm-hmm. That's that's what it, that's called. Okay, I'm learning something, you know. I I, have, I haven't been hunting in a long time, actually ever. Okay. Mostly I just shot at targets. <laughs> Not actually at things. I don't want to know. And it was with archery. Okay. So you don't yeah, you, you you pull stuff out. Yeah, anyway. Um so okay, now um Eric, what what food looked innocent but it ended up hurting you?
5: Um it it was, it was popcorn. Popcorn? What did popcorn do to you? It, 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 I, I'm not sure. I, I, I say popcorn. It might have been a half popped kernel. It might have been an unpopped kernel. Oh. But it was it was somewhere in the popcorn. Um, me and me and a few friends we were um, uh, we wanted to go see Brokeback Mountain. So mm. uh, we were at the movie theater and we were watching Brokeback Mountain. And I was uh, chowing down on my popcorn and um, that first. Um, what do you call it, Oprah scene? Yeah, right. Um, the first Oprah <laughs> scene, I bite down, and I hear this crunch, and I feel this crunch, and I'm like, oh, what just happened? Um, <laughs> it's, so, almost like, it's
1: almost like the movie was in censor Around for a second. <laughs> yeah, it
5: just stopped. It's like it just, it's like they, it's like they just look down at the screen, and I go, oh, are you okay? Um, I'm like. You know. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> I'm feeling around my mouth with my tongue, and I, um, my bottom second to last molar, I had uh, broke off all the way up until the filling. Oh, wow! Oh no! <laughs> it's, it's still broken to this day. Oh no! So you broke, broke tooth the tooth that broke back, broke back, back, mountain. back yeah, mountain. Yeah, it's perfect. <laughs> yes, I broke the tooth that broke back mountain. And, <laughs>
1: oh <yeah>. no, Eric!
5: <laughs>
0: During that scene. During, During that the Oprah scene. scene yes. Yeah. Wow. <laughs>